What it do, baby? Let's get it. What's going on, y'all? I know it's been three weeks, but we back. Back off that three-week hiatus. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And you are listening to the Out of My League podcast. We are finally back in the seat, and it feels so great to be back, man. So great. Yeah, man. It feels good. NFL season kicking off this Thursday. We are going to have live shows for you. We're going to have, you're going to get podcasts no later than Wednesday every week from now on. It's football season, baby. Let's get to it. For them to just trust me, I mean, it means the most. So that, that's the biggest thing. The country, I knew it was, that was going to take care of itself. My biggest focus was the locker room and just my performance on the field. Because that's, I mean, that's been something that really just got me from all the negativity, just really all the negative stuff that, we had experience growing up, so no, nah, that wasn't my biggest concern. She was just like, hey, don't worry about us. I mean, we're going to be fine. You go win the championship. That literally was the first thing she said. She's like, congratulations, but hey, you got a game to win Thursday. Hey, hey, hey. Shout out to Deshaun <laughs> Watson, man. My boy secured the bag. For sure. For sure. <laughs> That's a... It's a hefty contract, but he deserves every penny. Well-deserved, man. Well-deserved. Deshaun Watson, who's always been, you know, labeled as mm-hmm. the Michael Jordan of the yep. NFL because of the amazing plays that he makes. Yeah. He deserved all of that, man, especially after Pat Mahomes got that For huge sure. contract in the offseason. Yeah. Deshaun Watson was up next. Yeah, he was. I mean, four years, 160 mil, and 111 mil is fully guaranteed at signing, um, which he deserves every penny. Amazing. Amazing. Amazing what he does yeah. every season. With, you know, I'm not going to say the lack of talent because they had some great receivers. Defense uh, wasn't always that good. Yeah. They got rid of Hopkins yeah. this year. Yeah. And it's like, what is this team he doing? He just got a new contract. Like. Yeah, and he just got a new contract <laughs> yeah. today. So it's like, what is this team doing? Yeah. But when in doubt, you can always count on Deshaun Watson For to make sure. a play. And, I mean, he's put that team on his shoulders the entire year. Since so, he's been in the league. I yeah. Mean, well-deserved, man. Yeah. And with, with that... <laughs> We welcome football. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 2020, 2021 NFL season, we're here. I'm so excited. Like, you don't understand. Man, who it's you so telling? It's so good to be back. Yeah. yeah, and speaking of Watson and Mahomes with the two contracts mm-hmm. in the offseason, Thursday kickoff. Let's, what are you most excited for for the season? So here, here's what I'm going to say. I, I'm excited to hear that the music Come on, I think it's on uh, NFL Network this Thursday. I, I need to hear the music. It'll be the, on the NBC. Is it NBC yeah, this week? NBC this Thursday. Even better. 820. Even, even better. Like, <laughs> 820, y'all lock in. 820, NBC, lock in. Even better. This is this is the opener. Chiefs, Texans, we know what these quarterbacks you know, are. We know what they can do on the field. The teams, the, both the teams are going to look a little bit different too, right? So yeah. you have, you know, additions on the Chiefs roster, but you also have some subtractions off the Texans <laughs> roster. So D Hop, exactly, yeah, the be, probably the best receiver in the league, <laughs> exactly. at least one of the best receivers in the league. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's going to be looking a little bit different, but this is going to be a shootout for sure. How do you think the offense of the Texans is going to look without DeAndre Hopkins out there, who catches literally everything? I mean, Brandon Cooks is already hurt. Um, <laughs> David Johnson, right on brand, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right on brand, <laughs> right. So David Johnson, uh, you're gonna have to basically kind of force feed him. Will uh, Fuller's out there. Will Fuller's He's gonna have to there. be a number one. He now. better be healthy as well. Yeah, um, on brand. He, he, exactly. <laughs> on, on, he better, on brand for him. He needs to be healthy. Like if his receivers can stay healthy, they have speed all over the field. They do. They, they have do. speed all over the field. Their defense is pretty pretty decent as well. Um, you locked up Laramie Tunsil this offseason, so that's your franchise left tackle. This is a team that I think they need to find their identity early because. Without D, we know we knew what they were gonna do with D Hop. You know, is it Watson and D Hop all day long? He has nobody to really consistently catch the football for him now, make plays for him. It's going to be Deshaun Watson trying to figure his team out right mm-hmm. now, and it's up to Bill O'Brien, it's up to Deshaun Watson to really find the weapons and find what works for them, right? Because we we know 
and and their offense last couple of years is the hop's going to make a play. That's what I'm saying. When He's in doubt, it was always Watson yeah. to DeAndre Hopkins to make a play. We know that's going to be the playmaker. Mm-hmm. You don't have that anymore, right? So they need to figure out. You know who the guys are, and, and I feel like that's gonna be yeah. I feel like that's gonna be more more so on the coaching mm-hmm. now more than ever. We're really gonna see how that yeah. We're really gonna see how Bill O'Brien looks in the light because he doesn't have that security blanket in DeAndre Hopkins to bail him out Does like not. he did over the last few years. So it's gonna be really interesting to see how they mesh. With that being said, man, who you got winning the game on Thursday? Give me the Chiefs, thirty-one twenty-one. Okay, so some points. You yeah. see, you see some points. Yeah. I'm hoping we see some points too. Yeah, I'm thinking early in the mm-hmm. season we're going to see a lot more points than you know yeah. defensive plays. I think defense early. is going to be really sloppy. It's not going to be a lot, yeah. whole lot of you know, I mean, aggressive play. I, People I are trying to get their legs underneath them. It's, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think we'll. I think we'll see some higher scoring in yeah, the games for, sure. for the most part. Who is your most overhyped team this season, and who is your sleeper team <laughs> this season heading into Week One? Okay, the most overhyped for sure is. Those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> um, very, very overhyped team. They have okay. a lot of talent. A lot a whole lot of talent. Okay. But they are definitely overhyped. Okay. We we we've seen this before with the dream team and other teams trying to stockpile a whole bunch of talent. Mm. And they went okay. south. So we're, okay. we're gonna we're gonna see. Right now it is still the Saints division, but we're gonna see. I don't know about that, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Saints as the most overhyped. Every really? every single year okay. they are Super Bowl mm-hmm. contenders, rightfully mm-hmm. so. But every single year they they're short. they're picked to win the Super Bowl yeah. or at least make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they've had the most brutal losses in the history in the history of the NFL over the past three or so seasons. Yeah, and I think that this year um, we're gonna start to see just a small decline maybe in Drew Brees' play. Yeah, and here's the other thing about the Saints too. This offseason has been probably the worst offseason mm-hmm. they've had in a long time between the comments from Drew Brees and then, you know, the Malcolm Jenkins, you know, backlash from that. With and Alvin Kamara right Alvin Kamara contract yeah. situation. It's just a lot going on in that Saints organization right now. Yeah, I'm not going to say that, you know, they're not going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that at yeah. all. But I do think the Bucks division to lose. Okay. Um, they had the best defense in the NFL over the last seven games six, last yeah. year. Or six games, yeah. excuse me. And, yeah, with the addition of Tom Brady, mm-hmm. Gronkowski, um, you're gonna cut those interceptions virtually in half yeah. from 30, uh, yes. and you still have some huge threats on the outside. And they just picked up Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. They're very good. I very like, very good. Bruce I like, Arians. I, like I mean, they Todd Bowles on defense, defensive coordinator. Like they they are a well structured team. I just think it's gonna take them a while to gel. All right. And that I can take that, that. that. That's gonna be when you add a whole bunch of pieces in one off season, It's gonna take some time to gel. I can take that. And they have two young safeties. Don't forget about it. Two young safeties too. So the defense needs to match what's going on. The offense, offense just needs to click. Once they get camaraderie and we're, they're really playing well with each other, we're gonna see. But right now, it's gonna take them time to really gel. And speaking of safeties, before we jump to our sleepers, I gotta hats off to my man Derwin James, man. I. It just seems like he can't catch a break, and that's that's my guy. Like that's my guy. He's a headhunter. He is a ball hawk. He's an animal back there, he but is. he just can't he, stay healthy. He just, yeah, he just can't stay healthy. So it sucks for it sucks for the Chargers. Um, sucks for me because I love watching him play. Yeah. Like he's a general back there. Yeah. Like he he's a general. He's it's a gonna ju- be him and Chris Harris. Yeah, like, that's like, crazy. <laughs> like he's a general back there. To me, he gives me like a Jamal Adams type mm-hmm. of vibe. Like he's ready to lead a yeah, defense. For like, sure. He's like that, vocal yeah. and everything. So, I mean, just get healthy. And I hope that, you know, he can have a speedy recovery and he can come back next season. Hopefully it doesn't happen again. Exactly, yeah. Sleeper. As a sleeper team, give me those Arizona Cardinals. Took my sleeper. <laughs> All right, well, I, I know you can have the Arizona Cardinals. Give me that. I, I'll go to Tennessee Titans. How about that? You got you grabbed, right. you grabbed the JV and Clowney. You have your young uh, defensive tackle and Jeffrey Simmons. And then that young defense, I mean, they're they're prime right now. Like they they they, they shocked some people last year, but the Tennessee Titans slowly are becoming one of those teams. Corey Davis on the outside. I mean, you you have talent at at wide receiver on the outside now. You do. You have talent in the slot, tight end. You have talent there. You just signed Tannehill, so hopefully he he can bring you up the hump. Mm -hmm. It's it's a team. Offensive lines really good too. Like. Very solid. Yeah, this is this is a team that is for one well coached. Mike Vrabel is 
Great coach. Great, great. physical. You know, I mean, their, their, their mentality is always physical brand. Downhill, man. Tough. Yeah, <laughs> tough team. Derrick Henry, down, those down, guys. Downhill. Yeah. Down, downhill. They're a tough team. And I think the Tennessee Titans, they can make some noise potentially in the AFC. That division is very interesting mm-hmm. because at first I thought for a sleeper team it would be the Colts. Yeah. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Cardinals, so I'm gonna jump to the NFC. Yeah. But I, I do think that Colts, that Titans I don't think the Colts are, are sleepers. I have them I have them potentially going to the AFC championship. Like <laughs> I, I, I call them a sleeper because they're not getting talked about a lot. Yeah. They're they're not being talked about a lot, but high key, they have one of the top five offensive lines. Top five defenses for sure, and they just added Philip Rivers. The only reason I don't want to put them over and the Michael hump, Pittman Jr. And yeah, like they have talent. <laughs> the, across, the, the, the list yeah. goes. Yeah, and they got some nice receivers for out sure. there. Ty, um, T, yeah, <laughs> Ty is money always. Yeah. I think Philip is going to be the only thing that can hold them back, and exactly. that's that's if he gets in his exactly. own head. And I think Frank Reich is going to do a job to try to make sure they give him plays that he, you know. He's, they're going to try to put him in position to thrive. I mm-hmm. think I really think Frank Reich and that staff is going to put him in position to thrive, and I, I hope so. I hope that's the case because I really have. <laughs> I have the Colts going to AFC Championship. <laughs> I kind of need this. Yeah, I, I need you guys. I need you. <laughs> I kind of need this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Cardinals as my sleeper team. I think they made some key additions in the offseason. Obviously, you know, locking in DeAndre Hopkins, giving him that contract, well deserved as well. Very well deserved today. Yeah, and I just think that Kyler Murray, he's going to take that next step. He already looked good last year. Mm-hmm. Rookie of the and, year. Yeah, rookie, rookie of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he looked great last year. I think he's going to take that next step. I think their offense is going to mesh better, and I think they're going to put up points. And don't um, even forget about the Drake, defense, though. Yeah, with Drake in the backfield, too, I think they're going to put up some points. And then the defense, Isaiah Isaiah Simmons coming yeah. over from yeah. Clemson? like <laughs> That dude is a man. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a grown man. Yes. <laughs> a grown man back there. And don't forget Chandler Jones off the edge. Like, they have talent. No, they <laughs> Buda Baker as safety, like they're, they're gonna win. They're gonna Patrick I, Peterson. I like, have them with Pat P, yeah. like one of my favorite corners. Yeah. I still, I have them winning around nine games this year. I feel like it's, they it's can, gonna be tough, but I have them winning almost around nine. Right. Games. So I, I will say that I think they're gonna win eight or nine games, mm-hmm. but they're not gonna make the postseason again because you have the Seahawks, because you have the Forty yeah. ers You know what I mean? You because it, you had the Rams. It, it's, like it's it's really it's yeah, a tough division. It's a tough division. Very I don't think they, I don't think they come in last though in the division. I think that's the Rams. Really? Okay. I think I think that's okay. the Rams. I'm not I'm not on the Rams anymore. The, to me the Rams just two years ago probably had the most firepower, mm-hmm. best defense. They have all the name brand mm-hmm. players. They yeah. got they got my boy JR mm-hmm. at corner. Yep. Love him. They got Aaron, Aaron Donald, Donald, best defensive player on the planet. Yeah. I mean, they had they have everybody. They have big names and they have an abundance of receivers, but they just got rid of Todd Gurley. Um, even though they picked up my man Cam Bam from Florida State, <laughs> right in that backfield, and then Van Jefferson uh, at wide receiver, yeah. Cooper Cup and Cooper Cup, so Robert, Woods. Robert Woods, like yeah, they they're, they got their receivers are nice. That's what I'm saying. No, nah, <laughs> yeah. they got them. Yeah, but I don't know. Last year they just didn't look like themselves, and just, if that makes any sense. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that had a, a lot to do with Jared Goff or mm-hmm. Sean McVay, who I thought was the quarterback guru. Well, Jared Goff <laughs> did take a step back last year. That's Big for step sure. back. He yeah. took a leap back. Yeah. So I, I think I think with the Rams, they had some injury issues. I think McVeigh struggled a little bit when it came, you know, fire was really hitting. And, you know, once they figured out that they really weren't going to win, they started to kind of reshape their team midseason. That's why they made the trade for Jalen Ramsey. That's why this offseason yeah. they started releasing players like a Tiger yeah, and clearing out some caps, yeah. cap it, space, trading Brandon Cooks. Like this this is a team that is they're very forward forward thinking. They're very aggressive. Like Les Snead is very address, aggressive general manager. But I feel as though this is a team that they saw mid-year that they're going to have some issues trying to maintain and keep up with that division. So what they did was they tried to rebuild on the fly. That's why they made the moves they did at the trade deadline. Then after on the offseason, now you have a team that is – they have some young pieces. They have a, you know, they filled in a lot of gaps both on offense and defense. Young team, you have Cooper Cup coming back, who's going to be actually leading that receiver room now. Yeah, you have Robert Woods there now, and then you have this, the very special receiver, which I was talking about draft season and Van Jefferson. So you have a team that's really, really ready offensively to make some noise. Like you said, Cam is at, at the back, but they're going to use yeah. all three of the running backs. I know. This year. Yeah, they're going to so use three running backs. This is a team that potentially can make noise. They play Sunday night. You know, Dallas comes Dallas. into town. Mm-hmm. They're opening their brand new stadium. Yep. This is a team that I think can make some noise potentially 
but they need to battle out with the rant with the 49ers and the Seahawks for that. Yeah, I just don't see it. I think that since they are, you know, not relatively new, but yeah. I feel like they're experimenting. I feel like they're in that process of figuring themselves out. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Cardinals are really about to hit the ground running. Like I, right, so. right now, I take Kyler Murray over Jared Goff, and okay. and that's just because I okay. feel like not not just because he's a dual threat, yeah. but. I feel like he's not afraid to just sling it. He's like, not he's not scared. Yeah, he's not yeah. he's not scared of me. And I feel yeah. like, you know, an interception or something like that doesn't rattle him. Right. It seemed like uh Jared Goff was rattled. He's often. very rattled. I feel like he was rattled often and early. And I feel like that mentally yeah. made yeah. him take a step back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Kyler Murray just shakes that off. You throw an interception, we're gonna get it right exactly. back. He made a lot of comebacks late, yeah, late last season. I mean, made a lot of games real, real close For against sure. some big name opponents, Seahawks, yeah. 49ers. Exactly. He took them down to the wire. And I yeah. think that this year with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins and one year under his belt, mm-hmm. he's going to learn a little bit more. Like he's been bulking up in the offseason. Like but he's going to get there. Yeah, but let's also not forget about Larry Fitzgerald. Like that is the, the you're right, you know, professional <laughs> in, on the entire roster. That is Larry Fitzgerald. You're going to get him the ball in the slot. Certified like, hands team. Exactly. Yeah. Certified, certified hands yeah. team. D hop on the outside. You have Christian Kirk. You have yeah. Larry Fitz. Like, yeah. They got some runners, man. Yeah. Like they got some runners, and mm-hmm. now they have people that can stretch the field, and all their receivers have hands. Exactly, like hands. Yeah. So that's why I think that, I think that you know they'll be over the Rams okay. when it, when it's all said and done. If not over the Rams, maybe tied with the Rams. I think it's going to be very close. It's going to be an interesting yeah. division. Only thing that's going to hold the Cardinals back is the offensive line. So I agree with that, yeah. but that's why Murray he gets the ball out a lot quicker mm-hmm. than Jared Goff yeah. does. Um, I think they figured out, you know, offense that tailors to his strengths yep. and tailors to the team strengths. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. But you you said the Cowboys Rams is Sunday night. Let's go ahead and jump into these big games, man. We Sunday Sunday's here, man. Big game. What you got? Packers Vikings. Give me before you answer that. Okay. Who's gonna win that division? Green Bay Packers gonna win that division. Go Pack go. Aaron, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. Aaron Rodgers is not playing with people. <laughs> I'm telling y'all right now. I really want to believe that. I want to believe that Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Rodgers they just went to the, the NFC Championship I want, last year. I know. I know. <laughs> and I feel like they did nothing to get better. They did. They, they mean, did not. They got I a running like, back. Like, they I got like, a running back. I feel like they did nothing to get better. And they drafted Jordan Love, and he's third right now on the mm-hmm. depth chart. And they used their, their first round pick to get him. Yeah. And they named him the third string quarterback. Yeah. Which I found very odd, but whatever. I think that division is up for grabs this year. Really? I, I think that I know Aaron Rodgers is out to prove who Aaron right. Rodgers is. And even though he won 13 games, it's so funny because nobody even talked about it. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, under the radar. They like, went to he the NFC Championship. What are y'all complaining about? They only lost three games. <laughs> yeah. What more do you want from Exactly. Me? What you want me to do, coach? Aaron Rodgers had a great year. He I, really did. He had a great year, but everybody, compared to his numbers, yeah. they usually get to a down year. This is not an Aaron Rodgers year. Yeah. He had yeah. over 4,000 yards. What, what you, are you talking bro, about? What you, what you want from the man, dog? <laughs> yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. I think that this this season, this season, if they don't win the division or if they don't get back to the NFC Championship even, mm-hmm. I think that team starts to, you know, come apart. So, something has to change. I think yeah. so, something changes. I think something changes. So you have winning the division? There's a lot of tension. I was going to say Vikings. Mm-hmm. I still do want to say Vikings. Mm-hmm. But... Kirk I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't believe in Captain Kirk. So TBD, T, T, TBD. So, so T, TBD, man. So, so can we pick the game now? Can, can, we, right. can we pick the game? This I got one, Vikings. This is a one o'clock game. Yep, I got, uh, I got Vikings. Um, don't have a score yet. If I, if I had to do one, I'll do twenty four twenty. Okay. Um, you took my my score. <laughs> It's okay. My, me, my bad. Let me. <laughs> Moving on. We'll yeah, go ahead and exactly, go to the next yeah, game. Next we'll game. go ahead and go to the next game. Eagles, Washington. Oh, man. Eagles. Me versus you. Yeah, let's go. Philadelphia Eagles. Flying squad. Let's go. Blowout. I would say this. Division games are always close, regardless. That's fine. It's going to be 31 17. <laughs> Yo, don't cut me off like that. That's fine. Don't cut me off like that. All right. I can't wait to chase Young power bombs. <laughs> Carson wins through the turf. You are going to be sick to your stomach. Let's go, Washington. <laughs> Please don't. I, I know you ain't picking them. Stop. The favoritism has to stop. Yo. TBD. Oh. T, TBD. Moving on. <laughs> Browns, Ravens. Who you got? Uh, Give me Ravens. Yeah, give me Ravens, too. Do you think the Browns make it interesting? No. Oh. Well, well. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Cardinals 49ers. Uh give me 49ers. 
Give me a score. I'm going to say 49ers 31-17. No, Cardinals will score with 20 points. I have the 49ers winning a very close game. I'll say 31 to 27. Something like that. Okay. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a lot closer. I don't think the defense of the uh, 49ers is going to be up to par Why not? like like they're all like they always are. Just rush. I don't I don't think defense in general. I think they're going to be more points scored this week. Mm-hmm. The limited offseason, yeah. the limited training camp, mm-hmm. for everything basically virtual. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we just put on pads like a week or two yeah, ago. Like 3 weeks ago. Yeah, like we just put on pads like like a few weeks ago. So, I think rush factor is going to be a little bit on defense just sure. as far just sure. as far as assignments mm-hmm. is not not something that they do often. It's just yeah, gonna yeah. be a couple missed assignments, you know, just getting back, just People getting back. To get back. Them. Yeah. yeah, just trying to get back to it. All right, the nightcap game, the only other important game I think for the week: Cowboys Rams. Who you got? L.A. New Stadium. Give me the Rams. Nope. Um, I just think nope. the Cowboys have. They just announced that their right tackle is hurt for three weeks, so that's a blow to the off the line. True. You do have C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and, and Amari, Cooper. Amari Cooper, which is and, fine. And Zeke. And Zeke, that's fine. Um, but I think that the Rams are ready. Offensively, you have a trio of receivers that are really, really good, and I don't think the Cowboys have corners to cover them. So you have, you have three pristine route runners in Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and then Van Jefferson. And they all have speed. They all can stretch the field. I don't think the Cowboys' corners or their secondary, because Xavier Woods is just coming back off injury, I don't think they're going to be able to contain them. You so, think Jared Goff is going to be able to get to the ball? I don't think the Cowboys' <laughs> defensive line is going to be able to get to him like that because the Fair. Rams' offensive line is going to be able to give him protection. So Fair. I think that this is, this is a game where we're going to see, A, what Mike McCarthy is about, and B, what's, what's up with Sean McVay and the Jared Goff you know partnership here because if they if they go out and they lay an egg or they really struggle week one opening their stadium there's gonna be some question marks i'm telling you i have the cowboys i mean i hate to say that because i'm not a cowboy fan in the slightest obviously Mm -hmm. division rival um i just don't see it from the rams i think the cowboys have a lot of firepower this year and i think dak is this is going to be his last year to really prove why he should be the yeah why he should get paid especially with the contracts from Mahomes we can throw that out the window because he's never getting that but with Watson that's huge like I think Watson getting that contract that was a a huge thing for Dak like hey look they're they're paying their guy if I'm your guy you know why haven't I got paid yet? Y'all know so what I, I think, said to y'all. I think you know the Cowboys do not it. believe in Dak Prescott. I, I keep they, on saying it. I don't think they do either. But yeah. I think this season is it's pivotal. Yeah, it's it's pivotal for him. Yeah. So I feel like he has something to prove. Yeah, even though he shouldn't. Yeah, and I think that Mike McCarthy. One, his game plan is going to be to feed Zeke. Yeah. I think it better be. I think I have him on my I, fantasy team. I think, <laughs> yo, we don't care. <laughs> But nah, it's it's gonna be eat Zeke eat yeah. like it was a, probably two years ago. Okay. Last time Zeke led the league in rushing, team looked a lot better. Yeah. When you feed Zeke, he he always goes downhill. Mm-hmm. One, but I think that opens it up for a lot more play action. And then, I mean, look at Dak last year in the spread when they had to yeah. throw the ball. Like he was getting it out, yeah. he was airing it out. Yeah. And with the addition of CD Lamb, I think it's just gonna be even easier. The matchup to me is going to come down to quarterback. I think, you know, the Rams obviously yeah. have a better defense yeah. than the Cowboys. But I think the Cowboys have a better offense than the Rams. So I think, it, to I me, to, I don't I don't think it's close. Really? I don't think it's close. I don't know. The Cowboys have a top five offense to me. They do. I, like, and I, I don't think the Rams yeah. have that. Cl- I don't even think the Rams are close. It sounds like you real bullish on the Cowboys right now. Do you think that the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the division? Win yes. The division. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Book it. Book it. Book it. It. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win the division again. Again. Book it. Four straight playoff appearances. Hey, man, until Wentz can stay healthy, I'm not a believer. We won a Super Bowl even without Carson Wentz. And guess where Nick Foles is not? <laughs> there. He's not there. <laughs> you going to bring in Josh McCown in the Super Bowl? <laughs> J- Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. <laughs> you going to bring in Josh McCown in the Super Bowl? Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. <laughs> Cowboys this week. Book it. Biggest game that I'm looking forward to, though, is probably the Cardinals 49ers of the week or, or, or Packers Vikings. A lot of good matchups, man. I'm just happy NFL is back. Nah, the dog. biggest game is Saints Buccaneers. What are we talking about? We didn't even talk about the Saints and Bucks. That's, that's the biggest game of the week. Yo, Tom, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I got you going to the Super Bowl, bro. Forgive me. 
I got you going to the Super Bowl, fam. I promise you gonna you gonna host the trophy in Tampa, <laughs> where the Super Bowl will be played. Yeah, that's the biggest game. And I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks too. Nah, man. No, you don't. You got the Saints. Remember? Oh, I do got the Saints. Yeah, right. you said the you said the Bucks are overhyped. They are overhyped. I'm believing the hype. <laughs> TB12. Oh no! I, no, I, I actually I actually picked Believe the no I actually the picked the Bucks this year to uh, to win this game. Okay. Yeah, I got the Bucks winning this game. High scoring? Yeah. Yeah, offense is going to go off. Go crazy. Yeah. Their offense, offense is about to go crazy. Yeah. I just think Fournette put them over the edge. Man. Yeah, that, Fournette's that. a good, he's Let a great running something. back. And if he can get behind a line, a team that he actually likes. Look, look. I laughed so hard when he had his interview today. He had his own media availability. He, he has like, a quarterback. Exactly. I got a quarterback who can actually play. He, he said for the first time in his career, he finally has a quarterback. Yeah. Which is true because he never had one at LSU. He definitely hasn't had one since Jacksonville. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Come on, man. He went with Minshew Mania. Yeah. <laughs> He went with Duval, man. He went down in Duval. <laughs> Let's jump to the other side of Florida, man, where the NBA bubble is happening right now. And we got LeBron. We got Kawhi. We got Jason Tatum out there. We got Giannis. We got Jimmy Buckets. We got Siakam. Mm-hmm. We got Jokic. We got Murray. It's a lot going on in the bubble, man. Last time we talked about the bubble on the podcast, Dame Lillard was lighting it up. Yeah, then, after, then after Damian Lillard... It was Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. They went, they went. Crazy. Kudos to both of them. Kudos to both of them. They had an amazing series. Yeah, they did. They were both putting up around forty a game. Yeah. Going, going nuts. And that one game where they had fifty apiece was come like on now crazy. Come on now, Jamal Murray is like that. Is. Donovan Mitchell is like that too. He's a killer, man. Yeah, for sure. He he was sick when they lost too. Oh man, he, he was, was hurt. hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. What's been your biggest story in the bubble so far, man? I think. The biggest story in the bubble has been, I'm going to give you two. Okay. One has been this Boston Celtics team out of nowhere. Mm. They, they look, they look real good. Yeah. They look real good. My other story is Michael Porter Jr. And when I tell you the emergence of this young man in the bubble. Nobody wanted him because he was hurt. Let me tell you something. Michael Porter Jr., has been putting on a show. If y'all don't know, go check that dunk that he had yesterday. Oh my God. <laughs> he put Montrez in Montrez. a casket. Montrez. In a casket. <laughs> Pack him up. Yeah. Casket shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. He he better not play tomorrow. Yeah, that was nasty. I think my biggest storyline has to be the inconsistency of the two LA teams. Yeah. That's that's a that's a big one um, there. I yeah, I can't call it rust anymore because they we've been in the bubble for about yeah. two months now. So I can't really call it rust. I just think it's inconsistencies. And for me, it's it's two types. One with the Lakers is the shooting. Because yep. when they're not hitting jump shots, they look awful. Exactly. And when LeBron's and, not in the game, they look worse. Yeah, and the, the chemistry, the chemistry looks bad. A lot of standing yeah. around. No um, cutting to the basket. Yeah, like. no cutting to the basket. I still want to see Anthony Davis be a lot more aggressive. I don't understand why he doesn't want to play on the block. Like, dude, you can dominate, bro. You can dominate. He want to be a finesser, man. And it's, shoot fade away. Why are you at the three-point line, <laughs> bro? What are you doing? You look like I'm beat out there. Like, <laughs> the craziest thing, he's still getting his numbers. Like, yeah, he had, he had 34. He had 34 he's on Sunday. He's still scoring, but it's like he does not want to dominate It could, it could be so much easier. Yeah. I feel like he's making it a lot harder on himself. Like, bro, you don't have to do all that. Yeah, and then my uh my inconsistency for the Clippers is they just seem uninterested. They see it seems like there's not enough basketball to go around. I think it's almost as if you know they have to motivate themselves to get get ready for the game. I feel like they lose interest or they they come out flat. So they come out flat a lot. I think the Clippers' issue right now is a they're already looking forward to the Lakers. I think yeah, and B I think defensively they're having issues. Staying in front of people, like we saw in the in the Mavericks series, how Luka. nobody could stay in front of their man, whether it was Tim Hardaway Jr., oh, Luca, whatever, Seth Curry, Seth Curry, yeah. nobody could stay in front of their man defensively, which is funny. It's funny because before the whole Corona shutdown and everything like that, they were one of the best defensive teams in the league. They come to the bubble and it's like their 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 defensive intensity is not there anymore, and I feel like. That's what they feed off a lot of, right? Like the Pat Bevs, the Montrez Harrells, the defensive intensity is what really drives this team. They can score the ball. They can score as well as anybody in the league because you have two of the best scorers in the league. But I feel as though that right now they're looking forward to the Lakers and they're just uninterested on defense and they can't stay in front of people. So they, they really need to figure out 
what they want their identity to be right now because you can't go to and play LA in the next round and can't stay in front of your man. Because I'm letting you right know right now, if you if you can't stay in front of Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith, I don't know what to tell you. If they can even get on the court, yeah. they're not getting on the court. Yeah, not not, yeah, I'm, right I'm, not re- I'm not really liking the Lakers rotation right yeah. now. Rondo came in, he ate up a good chunk of minutes, which is fine because he was very efficient. While Rondo's he, good, though. He was very efficient while yeah. he's on the floor, but Danny Green airballing threes, don't know what you're doing. You a Tar Heel, not in our blood. Fix that, please. Caruso's not really doing it for me. Kyle Kuzma's still doing his thing, but he's quiet. His minutes have also went down yep. a little bit. Yep. So I'm not liking how the minutes are. Vogel um, needs to do yeah, better I'm, job. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not liking how the minutes are being distributed around yeah. with the Lakers. But yeah, for the Clippers, to me, they just seem uninterested. I think they know that they're going to advance, or they know that they, they know. can win. They know. And I'm not worried about the defense because yeah. when it's time to step up on defense, you've seen it. Yeah. Paul George when he Kawhi, guarded, like- well, Paul George yesterday when he guarded Jamal Murray, mm-hmm. Jamal Murray had zero points mm-hmm. on him on the seven solo possessions that he guarded. Mm-hmm. Ka- Kawhi Leonard, we seen what he did. He blocked the ball with his middle finger. Like who does that? Only the claw. I feel like the two LA teams are really just saving their best game for each other. I think I so like, too. I feel like they're not pulling out all their tricks because, because even they Doc know they Rivers, yeah, Doc Rivers seems like he's frustrated on sideline, but he's not overly, you know, like usual, yeah. usual Doc. So I feel like he's just waiting to unravel some stuff for the Lakers. And it's like, y'all don't have to do all that. Just play basketball. Like you're in an AAU type yeah. setup. Just play ball, man. Like you only have one day between games. Yeah. Get your stuff together, man. Yeah. The, the funniest thing is, I mean, even when the Lakers went down uh, or lost the game first yeah. round against, you know, the Blazers yeah. came back and won the next four. Yeah. They lost the first game against the Rockets. We'll see if they come back and win the next yeah. four. But you just see LeBron on the sideline. He's just like, all right, bet. You yeah, know, like nobody's get, get, really. Yeah, get that little head. Now, there's no, there's no real sense of urgency, exactly. urgency, or urgency. Panic that's what it is in yep. any of the two teams. Right. And I think they're just. It feels like to me they're saving something for their matchup against one another, which I'm all for because they don't that have to Western, do that. That Western, Conference, that Western Conference Finals is going to be amazing. It is. Yeah, barring it be the two LA teams, and right now it is going. I be. feel like you know the Lakers are in good shape. One because. You know they have LeBron James and AD, but two because Westbrook is going to give them the series himself. I'm you, my God, I mean <laughs> Russell Westbrook has been giving them the game. He played for the Lakers right now. Like, yeah, yeah, he does. He I, 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 I don't know what he's doing. I don't know who team he's <laughs> he on. To be bro, honest, he come in the game. He commit nine turnovers. Like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> Him and Austin Rivers, they come in the game and they just keep turning the ball over. And it's like if you're James Harden, you're like, bro, why are you here? Just sit on the bench. <laughs> I, we traded for you. We don't Westbrook even need you anymore. He, Westbrook said, "Yeah, I'm just out there running around." Man, like, and I'm just out here running around, man. Like, he he sounded so defeated when he said that. I ain't never heard Westbrook talk like that. He had ten points, thirteen rebounds, seven turnovers, man. Seven turnovers. Pack that man up. All I'm gonna say is, this is Russell Westbrook's first advancement past the first round since KD left. So, I think he will snap out of it, though. I I, hope so. I think he because right now he plays for the Lakers. Westbrook's a warrior. Westbrook's a warrior. Even though I don't think it'll be enough, I think he will snap out of it to make it interesting. I think they can possibly win one more game in the series. You know what I think the issue is with Russell Westbrook and that team is Mike D'Antoni's system is a lot of... Three-pointers only, basically. Shooting three-pointers, spread the floor out. That is not a Russell Westbrook game. He's down. a slasher downhill. He, down he likes to crash. And LeBron and those guys, they know that. So guess what they do? They pack the paint up. Because guess what? Russell Westbrook can't shoot. He and he's definitely not going to shoot from three. I think he's like a 21% yeah. three-point shooter. And, yeah, and the Rockets live and die by the three. We know that. Exactly. Like, I've seen the Rockets in so many games pass up an easy mid-range free throw elbow jumper for a contested three-pointer. I'm like, yo, the, the basket's right there. Why? Yeah, it's, it's weird because I feel like Westbrook is – the Rockets' fourth option because you have James Harden, Eric Gordon, and then you have PJ. And it's like, I'm not going to say that. Russ, I'm not going to disrespect Russ. Like no, that. no, no, no. PJ Tucker Le- is not. Listen, Tucker, if he's not in the corner, he's not the option. If he's not in the P- corner, PJ he's not is the doing option. More, PJ is doing more for that team offensively than Russ is. Yeah, I know because Russ is in a slump, but if PJ's not in the corner, he is not an option. Oh, wait, he's, we know he's not taking nobody off the dribble. He, he, I mean, come no, on. No, I'm just saying he's yeah. he's just in the corner. He's a yeah. corner shooter. Yeah. Like He has the best corner percentage in the league right. as far as threes. Right. But if he's not in the corner, he's not really doing much. Yeah. But Russ is still going to make the hustle plays that he can. He just has to stay 
out his own way. But he's not say. even he's not even effective defensively right now either. He's and struggling. Yeah, he's, he's getting weird. a lot of unnecessary fouls. He's he's out of his game right now. And but. he's not sliding his feet like he commits a lot of dumb fouls. Like I, he's allowing people he's allowing people just to walk through the lane and you know easy layups. It's like dog, what are you doing? I think he's gonna. Uh, I think I think he snaps out of it. I hope so. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm looking for a better game in Russ because I mean he's one of my favorite players to watch mm-hmm. just because how much he brings it every single play. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping that he snaps out of it. Let's jump to the East, man. Them Bucks looking funny in the light. It's about to be a wrap. It's about to be a wrap. Is Giannis out, man? That's all I need to know. Giannis is not going to be a Milwaukee Buck when his contract is up. So you think he has one more year in Milwaukee? I think that if I I'm don't, here's the thing. If I'm if I'm the Bucks, you have to try to trade him. Right. He's not That's what I was about you to say. have to try to trade if him. If I'm the Bucks, I, I talk to his agent now and I, I ask, you know. Pretty direct questions. Yeah. Whether yo, does he want to be here or not? Basically, <laughs> like straight up. Basically, and if, if the answer is no, if the answer is I don't want to build my my future in Milwaukee, Milwaukee then has to start entertaining trade calls. And you're gonna get teams like the Golden State Warriors. You're gonna get teams like the Miami Heat. <laughs> yo, he pulled a KD man. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's going to be teams oh, that have aggressive general managers that are going to try to pry him out of oh, Milwaukee. Oh, for sure. For sure. And like I said, the Miami Heat's one to watch. And because Pat Riley, let me tell you. I'm te- oh, he's good. He's I'm, good. I'm Smooth. telling you right now. Smooth. Yeah. Pat Riley is one to really <laughs> create that trade. And oh, he yeah. Will, he will if get somebody, him out of there. Yeah, if somebody can make it happen, Pat Riley yeah. can definitely make it happen. I just think the Bucks are a small market team. I mean – at the end of the day, you're not going to attract big name free agents to Milwaukee. Nobody so, wants to go to Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to attract big name free agents there. Right. So, yeah, I feel like he would be better taking his talents elsewhere. Giannis needs another ball handler. Somebody, to me, somebody like a Kyrie Irving. He needs somebody he needs that can to, create their own shot. To me, somebody like a Kyrie Irving. I think somebody like a Kyrie, maybe not the same mentality, mm-hmm. but somebody that can dribble, create their own shot work the offense out and give him a break because Giannis is not effective unless one, he's slashing exactly. to the paint exactly, or he's beating you off the dribble. Cause he's, he's not a shooter. Yeah. He's not a shooter at yeah. all. Like I, he doesn't have any type of turnaround right. fadeaway. Exactly. He does. He didn't airball free throws. Yeah, what he, we talking like, about? Like, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't have a kit, a step back. Right. Like he, that's not his game. That's not his game. He doesn't, that's not you his get him game. around the basket. Let him work. Yeah. He's, he's actually an athletic, center yeah like but that's exactly what he is but to me he doesn't really have a back to the basket game like to no, me, he's, he's really more of a slasher unless right. he catches it deep in the paint already mm-hmm. because he's so tall yeah. and so his his length is so long yeah. he can just lean his arms over and dunk on you right. and that's how he gets most of his buckets yeah. just off hustle alone all all of them are basically around the rim yeah and he and he hustles real yeah. hard like he can hit the occasional three i get it but he's not a shooter yeah a lot of hustle he's, plays fast breaks he's not that a type shooter. stuff yeah and we're starting to see the bucks offense is they're being forced to move around mm-hmm. more without him on the floor let me tell you something and I I feel like I know what you're going to say as far as the offense looking better without him. So, yeah. This I'm is, not going to say that. No, no, no. I'm let, not going to say that. Hear me out, though. Hear me out, though. I don't want to. Hear, nah, hear, go ahead. Hear, go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to. Hear me out, though. When I, when I tell you that the floor has so much more space without him clogging up the middle. I agree. Guys are cutting. They're slashing. You know, the offense is the spacing of the offense looks so much better, more, more crisp. Guys know where to go. They're not just standing there. You're right. Like, they had the corner shooters. Middleton can get his game off. Like there's the offense looks like it flows so much better without him. There. I'm not gonna say that the all he they're like the Bucks are better without Giannis because that's crazy. That's crazy talk. But when I say the offense looks so much smoother, when they can flow, and the spacing is there, Budenholzer's offense flows a lot better when you have a lot of spacing, a lot of guys moving, like a lot of motion. But when you're Giannis and you're taking up that entire paint area and guys can't move around and everybody's kind of standing around because they know you're just going to drive all the mm-hmm. time. Like yeah. it clogs up the paint, it clogs up the offense and it's not as smooth. So should Giannis come back, which I do not think he should come back. Cause I, I feel like his ankle is really hurt. It's seriously think, hurt. Yeah, no, I think it's a lost cause. Yeah. I don't think they're winning this series yeah. anyway. If they, if they win the game today without him, that's um, different. I think that's different. Yeah. I think if he can come back for a game six and they can will them to a game yeah. seven, the Heat are in trouble. I mean, yeah. the Heat are in trouble. But the Heat are in trouble if they don't close out the series tonight, my book. The Heat are going to win the game tonight. 
they're gonna close this thing out. Book it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So when y'all hear this pod on Thursday, you know what I said. <laughs> All right. You know what I said. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be so funny if I, you're wrong. I know. I'm like, man, shh, I, <laughs> I ain't gonna show up to the pod. Like, like, <laughs> nah, because I'm I'm playing this sound back next week. I'm gonna lead with this. I'm gonna lead with that. <laughs> Please do. Like, but no, nah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think the offense, to me, is forced to move yeah. more. They're forced because they don't have somebody that can be like, yo, here's the ball. Go get us a bucket. Yeah. Which Giannis, I mean, he's not doing that shooting, but he's going to at least get to the paint or get fouled. Right. Without Giannis, it's like, all right, somebody's got to create. So let me move yeah. around. Let me get to the corner. Let me slash. Yeah. Middleton, like you said, he mm-hmm. can get his, uh, like he can cross over. Yeah, like he, 35. Yeah, like, he, he can get his shot off. Like yeah. he can try to create for himself. But... For me, it's coaching. I don't think I don't know what Bud is doing with the minutes, but he's trying to keep all the starters under like twenty eight minutes. Like he takes Giannis out so every I don't, time I they like get rhythm. I don't like that. No, he's yeah. been doing yeah, this, I, I and it's, I don't like that. I don't understand. You're you're in a do or die yeah. situation. Put your star in the game. Yeah, Why is he on the bench six minutes into the first quarter? Yeah, like yeah, I don't know what he's doing as far as coaching. And then for you to be the worst regular season three point defending mm-hmm. team. You know the Heat have no fears when it comes to that three they point pull line. From the parking lot. Come on, man! They yeah. are letting it fly. Yeah. Dragic, you got Tyler Hero. Yeah, he like twenty years Robinson, old. Robinson, like, like Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, he twenty years old. He ain't got a care in the world, yeah, right? Man. Exactly. He will in Miami. Up. He in will Miami. Come on now. He will pull up on you in a heartbeat. Yeah. And I think Miami's just been been the more physical team. Yeah. I think Bam has been playing oh, great. Out of his mind. Yeah, yeah. Bam has been playing great. Um, even Iggy's been playing great yeah. on the defensive side. Is, uh, he's, uh, is he's showing up a little more. Is Kendrick Nunn back? I think yeah, so. Yeah, he Kendrick is, Nunn's he back. Is back. Yep, yep, yep. He yep. is back. Yep. He is back. And then they have like people like Olenek, mm-hmm. who's big and who can also stretch yeah. the floor. And he he's been shooting a little bit too. Yeah. So do you have so we have the Heat winning yeah. the series. Yeah. Who do you have winning the Boston Raptors series? Because I want to talk it's I want to talk Okay, do who do you have winning Heat versus Boston? Miami? Miami. They're the more physical team. I I don't know what it is about Boston, man, but I feel like them boys are elevating their game. Let me tell you something. It's so hard. First, it's, hard, it's super hard to guard Kemba. And then you step have, back is crucial. And then you have, you have Tatum, who's just going crazy this tournament. He's elevated. And then you have the genius in, in Brad Stevens, who's really galvanizing this team. Yep. And then you have like Marcus Smart, who's like an energy bunny, who great role he player, can shoot, shoot. The three. Like he had it's four weird. And a fourth. Yeah. <laughs> but then you have on the other side, you have Miami, and they are tough defensively. Very They're tough. tough offensively. They'll shoot. You know, they can cross a half court and pull up right in your mouth. Like, yeah. It's it's this is going to be a really really good matchup because you have be, two. I think it'll be interesting. You have two really good head coaches, mm-hmm. and then you have a whole bunch of players. Who just aren't afraid. They're not afraid of the moment. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, you know Jimmy Butler's not afraid no. of the moment. He loves that. Yeah. Like he loves that. So I think that'll be a really interesting matchup. And I don't want to get lost, um, you know, without talking about the Raptors because I know I was big on the Raptors when the bubble started. I was big on the Raptors. They were blowing teams out. Yeah. Their chemistry looked great. But they're just missing the star, man. Yeah, that's they're, bingo. They're, they're, you you took the word right out of my mouth. They're just, they're just missing, they're missing they're, they're a just, star. They're just missing that star. Yep. Like it's supposed to be Siakam, but yep. I feel like he's not ready to take on that role. He exactly. doesn't. His game hasn't, you know, elevated enough to mm-hmm. take on that role. He doesn't have but so much in the pockets to do all that. By the way, that's another team potentially that could be on uh, Giannis' watch. Toronto, Masai Ujiri. Let me tell you. I don't think that helps them. I don't think that gets them over the hump, though. It I don't. Does. I don't think it. <laughs> if you, if you, they, he need Giannis needs somebody who can create their own like shot, like ball. I don't think yeah. Kyle Lowry's known for taking charges. He's known for taking <laughs> charges, fam. He's averaging like thirty in this tournament, though. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. He's averaging thirty charges. <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to talk about him. Fred Van Fleet. Fred Fred Van Fleet has been doing a lot better. He's been getting to the basket a little more. I just don't see him as a main number two threat. You really don't get, like Kyle Lowry. Yo, we, I look, man. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm just, I'm just not gonna talk about it, man. I really, no, I'm, I'm not gonna talk about it. I just, I don't think that helps Toronto though, especially if they lose Siakam. I think they're in a similar position. If Giannis had a Kimba, somebody. That, if if Giannis That's had a Kimba, That's different. That's different. Somebody that can literally create, mm-hmm. can shoot, get to the basket. Mm-hmm. If he had. That type of guard, a Kyrie, a Dame Lillard, a John Wall, a a John Wall. Even though I haven't seen John Wall play in I don't know how long, a Devin Booker. I miss nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, yes, but yes, but no, 
Yes, but no. Could you imagine Devin Booker and Giannis? I'm just saying. Nah, that would be. And Phoenix, I'm just that'll saying. That would be tight. <laughs> we going to go from Milwaukee to Phoenix? Probably probably not. Let's get. Let's be honest. I mean, we, what, let's be honest. Though. What, what would you rather you be in? They, I would rather be in Miami or Golden <laughs> State <laughs> if we just throwing teams out there. Oh, Don't worry. We're not tampering. I'm not part of the NBA. <laughs> I'm, I'm not part disclaimer. of the NBA. Let me go and get a disclaimer. I'm not tampering. I'm not part of the NBA. I don't I don't see that being any better for Giannis. I don't know what the Raptors need. I just think I think the, the loss of Kawhi is evident. I just it think it's evident. It hurts. They need they they just have nobody. I mean The Celtics have young guards too. So I mean I think I think chemistry wise, Toronto might have better chemistry. The Celtics guards are just better. Yeah, they are. they're just better. Wait, and Jalen Jalen Brown's been killing them. He, he's bodying people. <laughs> he, he's he's putting he's putting everybody on a poster. Literally everybody. I know. I feel like every game he's dunking on somebody. It's like yo. And it's, and it's the funniest thing is you don't expect him to dunk. Like he just takes off real casual. Oh. And then he like he literally he double jumps in the air. He like Luigi out there. I don't know. I don't know how he's doing it. But Jason Tatum, he's casually and calmly cooking. Yeah. Like I'm talking step back, yeah. fadeaways, drive, spin moves. Yeah. He's elevated his game. Tatum like, was good. You can tell he's been working. Yeah. Like I remember, I know he worked out with Kobe yeah. like two off seasons ago. Like you can, his footwork is looking crazy. Good dog. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Yeah, they getting the Raptors out of here. Yeah. I think they get the Raptors out of here the next game. For sure. Uh, four four two series. For sure. That Heat series will be very very interesting because I think. The Celtics guards, you know, they're, to me, they're just like mm-hmm. Miami guards. They're, they're kind of carefree, yep. but I think they have, like, the mental kill in them. Yeah. Jimmy Butler has it for Miami, exactly. but I think all of the Celtics guards had that type of mentality. Yeah. Like, Jimmy's the leader for Miami. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's, he might not score 30, 40 every closer. game. Yeah, yeah, he might not score 30 or 40 every game, but he's a leader, and he can instill that mentality. I think the Celtics, like, I think Jalen Brown has that. Yeah. I think Kimba has that. Kimba and definitely Kim- has it. Kim- <laughs> Kimba definitely has it. Yo, Kimba step back, 100%. I don't know why. He put uh, it, he put Ibaka on <laughs> SportsCenter. Like, Ibaka's still running. Yeah. Still going. I don't know where he's at right now. That he's was still nasty. running. That was nasty. I was like, man. His step, his step back is, his step Ooh. back is crazy, man. Who we got in the finals? Actually, no, 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 no. I don't even want to. We're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. I don't even even want to get that far yet. Can we just get to the Western Conference Finals first? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're going to save it. Who do you got winning the games today? Milwaukee, Miami. We already said Miami. Miami. We got got Lakers-Rockets, game three. Who you got? I think the Rockets are going to win this game. I think the Rockets are going to win this game. Big curveball. Wasn't expecting that. All right. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. Copy, copy, copy. That wasn't in pre-production. That wasn't in pre-production. I got the Lakers. I think the okay. Lakers have a. I think Russell's gonna have a better game. I think Westbrook's definitely gonna have a better I hope game. So, my God. But I think the Lakers have kind of. I'm not gonna say figured it out, but I think they're gonna be better. I think they know that. At the end of the day, they need to get some rest. They. I think that that one day off. I mean, I know it's for every game, so nobody really has an advantage. Mm-hmm. But look at the teams that, like, Miami, they swept the first round. They had, like, a good four or five days off. Raptors, they had, like, a good four or five days. It's imperative that they get rest, that they get 100% healthy, and that they get a game plan for the Clippers. Mm -hmm. So I think that they're going to take the rest of these next couple of games very, very serious, and they're going to, you know, strike early and often. Okay. Yeah. Some quick takes, man, before we go ahead and get out of here. The NBA approved coaches and staff to bring guests into the bubble starting in the conference finals. Yeah. I know that was huge. Brad Stevens had yep. been lobbying for mm-hmm. that. I know that's, that's that's good, man. Get the families yeah. in there. Let them bring their families exactly. as well. Like they need to play, yeah, yeah, the players can do it. Let the coaches and staff do it too. You know, you have team when teams leave the bubble, there's obviously more room to exactly. bring in other people. So yep. it makes sense. College football kicked off mm-hmm. last weekend. Yep. There's a game last night on ESPN, BYU, Navy, mm-hmm. blowout. Yep. College football, man. Is it gonna hold up? I don't think so. I think I think the NCAA is in trouble. I really do. And I don't I don't think all these schools and universities that are, you know, they're they're so adamant on on having a college football season, I think they're going about it wrong. I would even if the players want to play. I'm not listening to them. You need we need <laughs> That's to real. you need to protect the players because they're not getting paid at the end of the day. They're nah, not. That, they're, they're a professional and they're they're like contract like they're getting money for it. That's one thing. But you're a student, you're a student, and you're you're you don't even know about your future yet. You need to to save your health. Like you're putting these guys in jeopardy. I don't I don't like it. I'm gonna be honest. It's just weird. It's been very very weird. Um, I I just realized that college football was on last night. 
while I was just flipping through channels. It's, it's weird. And I'm a huge college mm-hmm. football fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Florida State. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I talk about no nation or no nation all the time. Yeah. I have a helmet. Like, yeah. But it, it just doesn't feel like college football is back. It doesn't feel like college football is, you know, exactly. happening. One, because not all the conferences are playing. I'm still trying to figure out how they did the rankings. Yeah. How is Florida State not ranked? There's only like 20 teams. Yeah, like, what's going on? So only like, 20 teams and then <laughs> and all, we still not ranked. All the star players across the country are just opting out and going to the draft. We so. just seen uh, Oregon. Yeah, one of Oregon's players. The left tackle. Yeah, left tackle. Yeah. Number two on uh, the overall draft yeah. board opt out. Yeah. Yeah, and we like I said, Big Ten football is not planning to play until January. I just think it's weird. I think it's it's all over the place, and to me, it just looks messy. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, to me, it That's just looks problem. messy. It's it's like we said, they need somebody to be the head of the NCAA yep. to organize and instead of letting each conference do what they want to do. Because, the Power Five conferences want to yeah, run the league. Like, yeah, and it's just it's just too messy. many chefs in the kitchen. Y'all yep. want to run the everything, and y'all are not y'all are not consulting with everybody. How you how all of y'all on one conference call all of y'all have different results? <laughs> yeah. We got Serena Williams getting into the quarterfinals. Uh go Serena as always. Love Serena. The, Let's to go. me, the GOAT, the the, she is li- the goat. literally probably not just a tennis goat, probably one of the best athletes ever. For sure. For ever. sure. She's a goat. So yeah, go Serena. We got Fitz Magic being the starter named in Miami. <laughs> so yeah. we're gonna have to wait for Tua a little bit longer. Do you think Tua plays yeah. um starts at all this season? Yeah. They'll be like week six, week seven. Yeah. <laughs> I read a stat that said uh, for the last like three, four seasons and Ryan Fitzpatrick started the season out by like week seven, he was benched. Yeah. So It'll right happen. on brand. Yeah. Right on right on brand. It'll happen. Right on brand. Uh the NFL to portray social social injustice messages week one. I that mean, that's gonna be in the uh you know, that's gonna be in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gonna be around the pile lines. Mm-hmm. Uh gonna be big. I'm I'm interested to see the views. Well, that's I'm uh, interested to see the views. I know a lot has been talking about, you know, people keep that out of the football, keep that out of sports. Yeah. No. Well, no. That, that's <laughs> that's nice that the NFL has finally wanted to do something. Um, Agreed. However, they still don't do enough. Better late than never is all I said. Yeah. Um, and it, one step forward is better than no steps mm-hmm. forward. Better to, better to come to the party than not show up at all. Honestly, they're only doing this because the NBA had Black Lives Matter on their court in the tournament. NBA's been bodying this. Exactly. NBA's been bodying this. The WNBA has been bodying yeah. this. Yeah. Big shout out to the WNBA. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they've really been spearheading the, the movement, and yeah. I, I'm appreciative. It, it looks Me too. good. Me it too. Looks good. It looks great. It looks like good. Said, the, w, and, the NBA and the WNBA have done a phenomenal job mm-hmm. with this in the whole, whole process yep. between COVID and the uh, social justice and, and uh, police brutality. They've done great with it. NFL... They they behind the eight ball. Still, I'm, st- we, we, I'm still, still trying to see if Jerry's gonna be mad when players start kneeling. Jerry, you remember how you know how he implemented yeah. a rule saying yeah. they couldn't do it. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll see. It, it should be interesting. I'm just excited for football to be honest. Yeah. And before we get out of here, man, OBJ. Mm. Well, there's <laughs> only one thing to say about OBJ. Right, and I, we're not gonna I, say it. What? No comment. Guess what? I never knew he was a number two receiver. Next question. All right, with that being said, with that being said, we're going to get out of here. Don't know what he's talking about. Don't listen to Deshaun. We thank y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all joining us again for another edition of the Out of My League podcast. <laughs> I'd like to give a special shout out to all the essential workers, all those still pushing for change. Please like, share, comment, all of that, and just keep rocking with us, man, and we'll see y'all next week. For sure, for sure. Guys, don't forget, like, share. Review Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. We're all here. We appreciate all your likes. I don't know why you've done this to me for the second week in a row, wilding at the end of the pod. You, sir, and time out. I'm out. <laughs> really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, mops with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood. I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibe. No Addy. Addy.